injured man stands warily outside his home. His breath shivers and he puts his hand on his doorknob and turns it. A single warm light flickers as he looks around. With another flicker, his family and friends jump from hiding to reveal the family. Breathing welcome home. He smiles gently as his children run up to him and hold his leg. He was a hero, a true defender of his country, and now he is home. I'm sure growing up we have all heard stories, read books, or watched movies about the military. Or we might have even seen heartwarming videos of a new veteran coming home and his family welcoming him with open arms. We've all heard stories related to this. It could have been long ago in a galaxy far, far away, or right in your hometown. The military, in any form, can be seen in nearly everything. My point is that everyone has encountered some form of exposure to this institution. This exposure could be what forms your idea of what the military is. Whether your exposure is good or bad is for you to decide for yourself. In this podcast, I will attempt to keep my personal experience and family opinions out of the way. However, I cannot make any promise of this. listeners, you have no idea what I mean by referring to military as an institution. An institution is a group of people with a similarity that affects the community. In this case, the similarity that people within the institution of military is that they are enrolled or have been enrolled in an armed defense. However, there are two forms of institution I wish to, wish to discuss before we move further. A social institution and a broken and mortar institution. First, a social institution is a group of people that share a common trait. This can be an app, a favorite band, or even a sport. However, these institutions rarely affect the communities around them. A brick and mortar institution or an organization is an institution that is more interested in selling and buying. A brick and mortar's main goal is to make money. This is why it is differentiated from the average institution. The military can be seen as an average and a brick and mortar institution. Their main goal is to protect their territory, but they are restricted by the funds given to them. usually uses these funds to protect the country, territory, or etc. The military is supposed to use these funds for a reasonable cause, and it is an unspoken rule in this institution that abusing these funds is wrong. However, some specific military institutions use the funds unnecessarily. For example, as of 2020, the United States military reported 3,750 nuclear weapons. They also spent 67 billion taxpayers' dollars to pay for new nuclear weapons. However, new research states that 100 of these weapons would be the pragmatic limit. Any aggressor nation unleashing more than 100 nuclear weapons could ultimately devastate its own society, scientists warn. New York Post, 2018. 
So why buy so many if we are now well aware of the potential side effects? Most people might agree it is a waste of money in the US military. However, in a story such as Star Wars, the money is clearly well spent. I will be using Star Wars as an example because it is essentially a military saga. The evil empire's military slays planets and people in their way, while the Rebel Alliance, while still a military, is meant to represent the good side of the military, fighting for the better. In the first movie, when Luke Skywalker is running to his aircraft, it is clear that the amount of fighter planes matches the amount of flyers, with a handful extra, but nothing more. They preserve these funds that they gain and use them wisely, building bases, gathering supplies, and only spending on weapons when it is necessary. Throughout the entire story, the Rebel Alliance is seen to put well-being before armory, which has led to their own problems, but it certainly doesn't lead to their troops without supplies or food. Something I also believe is worth pointing out is that military values loyalty above most other attributes. In an interview I had with a peer of mine, Nicholas Olipane, I asked what is one attribute that you believe the military as an institution values the most? Loyalty, he answered. Loyalty, definitely. When I asked why, he explained that the people in charge like to know they can count on those working for them to do the job without a question. You can see this in books, movies, and speeches. The cavalry charging into battle fiercely after their general has ordered them to. No matter the cost, they fight occasionally to their deaths. A historic example of this can be seen in the Napoleonic Wars. In the Battle of Austerlitz, on December 2nd, 1805, Napoleon was at war with Russia and Austria. Napoleon deliberately made it look as if he was losing, retreating to bases and weakening the right flank of his army. After weakening this flank, he sent them to battle the main forces of the Russian and Austrian armies. He essentially ordered this flank on a suicide mission, but his men didn't seem to care. They dove right into battle like it was an average day. However, History shows that this loyalty might just have been what got them out of the battle. An article from Britannica states his 68,000 troops defeated almost 90,000 Russians and Austrians. This article was last edited on November 20th, 2021. This blinding loyalty could be a double-edged sword. The overwhelming beliefs in one's commander could make troops think that their commanders believe in the men. Sociology shows that when we think someone believes in us, we pretend we tend to perform better. However, blind loyalty can be a horrible thing as well. We can see this in an example in Star Wars Episode 6, The Return of the Jedi, in which Admiral Akbar yells out the famous line, It's a trap as the Rebel Alliance was already going head-on into battle. These soldiers blindly followed orders and, as a result, fell into an awful trick. This can lead to hundreds of deaths, so is this moral really a good one? If there is a potential technicality to die every day in military, 
Why does it value unwavering loyalty? Shouldn't we want people who can think and process for themselves, saving more lives in the process? I would like you to think of this as I move on to the real question. Is military as an institution good? This is a controversial subject. Some might say, of course, these people are protecting our livelihoods and our freedom. Military is necessary in any functioning society. While others might point out how the United States handled Vietnam War, or how militaristic societies and stories are shown as unhappy and gray. The people living in them in constant fear. I do not know how to lean on such a subject. However, I do know this, military has influenced our idea of good. Most people agree that today, the idea of good has something to do with fighting for what you believe in, whether it be a country or idea, with essays or fists. We can all agree that fighting for your beliefs is a good thing. I hope you ponder the integrity and necessity of military, and if you don't, I'm afraid I didn't do my job. Thank you for listening. Thank you.